Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Please don't fast forward just so you can get to the crazy Marmaduke. No, you have to listen all the way through or it's cheating. Yeah, don't cheat. We'll put like a blocker on there. So I you shouldn't have said anything. Now that you gave the people that idea. Crap. We have to say really interesting stuff now. Well, you know what's really interesting is that, um... Can't think of anything. Oh man, we lost them. They all skipped the Marmaduke. Let's skip to Marmaduke. We just say whatever. In fact, let's just like go, leave a big blank spot, and then just do Marmaduke. Because we know everybody. That's where everybody. That's, cares that's about. where they're at. That's right what now. we've come to in our show. I've gotten texts. What's happening in Marmaduke this week? We don't know because at first I'm like we should bring back Nintendo Power, and I'm like nobody cares about Nintendo Power anymore. I think, I think maybe you know at some point we'll bring that. You know, I was reading like I, I've had to, I. This is going to sound weird. Okay. But I Google myself pretty frequently now. Okay. Just because I need to know what's going to come up when... Because I know the kids are Googling my name. Oh, absolutely. Because I know they Google all the other teachers. Yep. So I I, I can't... I don't want to be... I don't want to have any surprises. Right, right. So I'm checking every once in a while. And so one of the things that comes up... Now I forgot where I was going. Something that you did? So I Googled myself. Now I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> Man, now we lost the rest of them to Marmaduke. I lost the train of thought. Oh, no. So that led to on Mark Bolton's page. Okay. For when we were on is it used to, it's, it's now called Comics Nerd United, but when we were on it, it was called Nightwing Love Power right. Girl. And we were calling it the name of his old show <laughs> yeah, while we were on there. Which is a totally different show yeah. that he did. And, and so, but Mark even says, he's like, one of my favorite things about the show is that they read Nintendo Power every episode. I'm like, man, we haven't done that in a long time. I'm like, what if even Mark is like, man, I'm about to, I'm done with this show. Stop with Marmaduke, man. No, but Mark loves Marmaduke. Oh, that's right. But what if other people are like, I really wish, Miss Nintendo well, Power. We should bring him back at some point. We don't have time, really. Well, right. But maybe, like, we'll take a break. I'll tell you what. My goal right now is to actually do this show in an hour. We, which we haven't been doing uh, we for the do, Thursday definitely. episode. We've got time. It's already 10.48. Okay, here's my plan. There's one, two, three. There's, like, four more Marmadukes in this book before we get to book two. Mm-hmm. What if, like, in the interim between the two, we do a couple of Nintendo Powers? Okay. If people can handle Like, a little intermission. All right. We'll start season two of Marmaduke after that. It'll be like season two. Nintendo Power be all summer. Oh no, programming. Andrew left the group chat. He's probably like, oh, oh no, you Marmaduke now. Forget Screw this. You yeah. guys. I didn't care about Nintendo Power. Remember when we almost got Howard Phillips on the show? Yes, I still you have the t- emails. With I him. think I here's because because I think other people found him and then he got like big again. Because yeah, that's like I found we him missed like, our window right when he got on Facebook like. Because we then, because like the, the then, then Nintendo Power ended, and everyone was doing all these articles, and then people he started getting interview requests, yeah, and all this other stuff. And I think we missed the win. We just it was like how I almost I was like one person away from getting Rebecca Black 
on on popsicles. Oh. Like we were we we had, but then like she she just like blew up. Like I almost got it was like the window was very it was only open for a brief time. And I just missed. We could probably do it. You probably get it now. Well, now maybe I could because I still am friends. So it was one of my old coworkers. His daughter. They went to her and his daughter and Rebecca Black went to school together. Nice. And like we're friends. My kids and I still sing the Friday song every Friday <laughs> on the way to school. We're like, it's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. And, and like I just remember when that was all unfolding, and I. And I jumped the gun a little bit and I told Derek, like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can get rid of it. Derek, like, freaked <laughs> out. So then he had, he wrote this letter and I sent it. And I don't know if that freaked out. Well, I still have the emails from Howard Phillips. Like, I yeah. can prove that that was a thing. But it would just be like, oh yeah, okay, and I'm getting busy and I'll get back to you. And then after a while it just, it just petered out and there was nothing. Maybe now. And maybe, maybe now. Maybe it's kind of died down a bit. Maybe it might be worth revisiting. It also, I should also revisit, I just realized my friend, um, one of my friends, who was it? Someone. One of my friends. Okay. I forgot who it was now. Well, now I don't know. All right. This is how long ago it was. I have a friend from somewhere who was an actual game counselor, yeah, and he was going to be on the show. Oh, I don't remember who it was. My friend Tom. Tom. Tom, okay. from because he's from Seattle. Okay. And so he was a game counselor, and I had emailed him, and I at first we were just going to send him questions, and then he never, but I think he got busy. Yeah. But I think now maybe well, I'll... someone maybe, emailed him about how to beat Castlevania 2, and maybe, he's like, sorry guys, I gotta <laughs> this gonna, this one. It's going to take four years. <laughs> and, um... But yeah, I I because I got to circle back around on that because that would also be cool. Because yeah. again, he was an actual game counselor well, for a maybe, while. Well, I'll tell you what: if we get him on, we'll definitely read Nintendo Power for sure. So, all right. Well, um, what else is going on with you? I mean, you got some stuff. I got a couple things to talk about from this week. Uh, first of all, I just have to do a little mini rant about Adobe and how irritating Adobe is. Okay, so for those that don't know, Adobe has they do. Um, Illustrator, they do yeah. audition, they do a bunch of Basically, software, all the creative. Yeah, stuff. they're doing audio, you know, graphic video. design, video, whatever. So I've been unfortunately forced to use. Well, so now their new thing you used to be able to buy software like you could any other software. This is the new model. This is the happening model, everywhere. Right. Off Microsoft is doing right this. where you have to, you doing have this. to have a subscription. subscription. It's you also, can't just own it. Because we don't own anything anymore. But it's horrible. I mean, it's obvious the reason they do is they get more money out of you. Well, but, but sometimes if you if it's something you use every day and you're constantly using it and you've got to have the latest and greatest, if you do the math, because the upgrades, like adding an upgrade cost, and if you're upgrading every time, because for you, you were using CS3 for like however many well, years. CS4, I still am using that. Yeah. And that's like crazy years old. But if you're one of those people that needs to be on the bleeding right. edge, if and I'm if working you're a professional, in the industry, right? And that is why they switched to the monthly plan because people were complaining how right. it's because that's where it does get extremely expensive. But see, then when you have someone like me who I dabble in these things, little this bits is where here and it's there, not really cost feasible, right? So the the subscription is so here's how it works. You can either pay thirty bucks a month for one of the things. I thought your employers were paying for this. They're pitching in. They said they would oh. split it fifty fifty with me if I do. Because the thing is, they're like a you know low like they're a non profit little thing. So they know, you know it's expensive. So why are they making you do this? I, well, so that's the thing. They didn't force me to do it. They said if you want to do it, this is what we're doing it on. So it's the only reason I'm doing it. But 
the fact of the matter is I'm in the position of needing to do this like monthly thing. So at first, when it was kind of on a trial thing and they were, you know, we're feeling it out and see how it's going to work, I just did the month to month thing. Yeah. So I figured I'll just pay for a month and see what happens. Well, first of all, I guess I didn't read enough small print because even though it's month to month, so it's an extra $10 a month, they still automatically charge your credit card. Yeah. But I'm paying month to month. I should get to pay for a month and then I'm done. And then if I want to pay None a month of later, the subscription stuff works that well, way. Well, that's stupid. It's not fair. They want you to either pay month to month or you pay all at once. Right. But if you do month, I should be able to pay for a month and then like when I need it a month later, but pay for a month. every month to month thing is recurring. I'm just saying. Come on. I don't think they made that clear enough. You gotta so read already, the print. Okay, so anyway, so I started out with that with the intention of if it became a regular thing, I'd just do the yearly thing because then it goes down $10 less a month, right? So it's going well. I've been editing them and stuff. So, okay, I'm going to do it. So last week I called like on Wednesday, I think, and because well, I tried to do it on their website and there's no way that I could see to switch from the one to the other. And every time I tried to do it, it said like, oh, contact customer service. That's because they don't want you to do Because they don't want you to do that. Because they're getting more money out of me every month right now. They don't want me to do that. So I call customer service, and they acted like, they're like, what are you trying to do? I'm like, I'm on the month to month. I want to go to the yearly contract. Wow. Okay, can you explain to me? Why don't you just cancel your month to month? Well, okay, so I tried doing that. But then they're like, oh, you need to go talk to customer service. To cancel? Well, because it was partway through the month. And I wanted to do it so that the next time it charges me, it goes to nineteen ninety nine. So it wouldn't let me do it part way through. Mm. I don't know. It was real shady. And so anyway, I called up, and they acted like, "Whoa, oh, I don't understand what you're trying to do." I'm like, "I'm on the month to month. I want to go to monthly." She was very nice, but obviously they've been like coached to like, you know, no, don't get you know, We're getting more money from them that way. So finally, she says, "Okay, you want to cancel the other one and subscribe?" I'm like, "However that works, that's fine. I just want to change my thing from this to this." So she's okay. It's fine. I'll get it all set. And everything's taken care of. you got to wait 24 hours for everything to do. I'm like, okay, I guess that's fine. So Friday comes around, and I think everything's fine. I go, like, to log in, and it says that they've canceled my old one and charged me for the last month, but then they did not set up the new one. And now I have no, like, new subscription. They have nothing. And so I go and call them up. And guess what? They work on like regular office hours for their customer support, mm-hmm. and it's too late. Now I got the whole weekend. I got nothing. So I couldn't work on it all weekend because I, mm-hmm. I brought my computer up. I was going to like work on it, right? So then Monday comes around. I wait. I call this morning and explain what happened. Oh, meanwhile they sent me like their their customer support emails, like, "Oh, everything's fine. Here's your survey." But I'm like, "It's not fine. It's not done." But I can't do anything until Monday. So Monday comes around, I call up and I explain what happened. They're like, oh, we're sorry about that. It looks like you put the payment went through the other one. You got to pay for your next month now. And if you pay for the next month ahead, we can get you started right away. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I pay for the next month. The card runs through. She sends me an email with the receipt. She's like, okay, it'll be all fine. Give it about 15 minutes. Wait, why are you paying for another month if you're going to go to the year? Because I'm paying for like the my starting a new subscription. So they cancel the old one. I had to pay for the new one, and then they said they'd refund me for because I did it like partway through the month for like the prorated amount. Okay, so I'm getting like eleven bucks back. Yeah. So okay, I'm like that's fine. That's that's how you guys want to do it. I just whatever is easiest to do. It seems like a crazy way to go. Oh, and by the way, all these times on the phone are like forty five minutes to an hour, just waiting to get to talk to someone, right? (laughs) So I so this morning I call and I talk to him, and she says that that's fine. I'll charge you. So she charges my card. She's like, it should be fine. You know, maybe fifteen minutes, but it'll be fine. So wait fifteen minutes. It's not there. Fifteen more minutes. It's not. I would not hang up the phone until my thing is on. Well, finally, after like an hour and a half, people like it. What like my job that 
they would do that, and we can't do anything. Well, as I, should, like, I guess I should have. You never let go of a technician or well, somebody until... So then I had to do a third call, wait once again. In fact, by that point, it was so busy, they had me just put in my phone number and said, we'll call you so you don't have to wait on the line, which that was kind of cool, I guess. By this point, I'm waiting like three hours, though, and I finally get through, and I explain the lady the situation. I log into my account, and it just shows that I have not paid for anything. I have no, like, account history. It's, like, wiped now. It doesn't show, like, a canceled or my old stuff or anything. She's And so she runs through. And you, you, there's no way you're the first person that's done no, this. No, that's not that complicated of an operation. This Again, is crazy. It's, you know, the people who were helping me were all nice. I'm not, like, and I'm not yelling. I'm not upset or anything like that. But I'm obviously very frustrated. I would have bit the, 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 And, and, and I, I, I did say to each one of them, I said, this isn't your fault as, like, you know, support person. But I hate the subscription model. And I've had nothing but trouble with it since I've started. Just so you know. You know, but obviously, like, it's not up to them, so. They don't care about that. So. You might as well just say bleep, blah, bloop, bloop. (laughs) I know, but if they record it for quality purposes and someone else hears it, maybe at least one voice is heard. That only, they only go back to those recordings if something happens with, like, where you flip out or an incident happens. Um, I know that by experience. Do you know how many of those recordings there are of me throughout the years? Probably. I once had to listen to a recording of myself on Texas Book Office. Oh, that's horrible. It was terrible. So anyway, long story short, she says, she ha- she walks me through all this stuff to make sure I'm not a moron. Like, oh, did you log in with your correct pass? You know, oh all this God. stuff. And that's where and I... I'm like, uh, but I'm like, I know she needs to do this to make sure I'm not an idiot, that I just didn't do something wrong. But I'm like, I've done all this but stuff, if blah, you, blah, blah. If this is like your fourth time calling yes. and like what, like, especially multiple times in one day. So finally she said... And, and they, I guarantee you they have records of all of that. Right. Well, I know. And I, and I had like all of my case numbers from the previous times I talked to him all stuff. So finally she said, it must be something from the back end from our side. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I think so. And she had to, like, do a remote, like, take over my computer to do it. And then she went in and, I don't know, something, like, settings from her side and fixed it and it worked. And then, it like, she actually, oh, I'm like, so is it going to work now? Because I, I can't get, and finally I realized, like, I got to know. I'm like, I can't get off until I know it's going to work. So while she's in control, she opened it and showed me, okay, it's working here now. And I'm like, okay. All right, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> and then it stopped working. And then no, uh, it has worked so far. But so in, in the end, I was supposed to edit that whole thing this morning while the kids were at school, and I got to work on it for like 15 minutes by the time all of it was done. So I spent my entire morning doing that. The people I talked to are very kind and blah blah blah. But oh my gosh, seriously, Adobe, like get it together. Hey, you know who you could talk to? Who? Both. Are you friends with Sean Glumis on Facebook? Yeah, he's an Adobe like. Ambassador, guy. Well, he needs to tell them he knows stop people. It. Stop it! Well, you should, you should seriously. I'm, he, I'm sure he would love to hear your feedback. They've gotten my money. I've been paying them money. I'm sure he would love to hear your feedback, and maybe he could give you some insight. That'd be I'm good. Just telling That'd you. That'd be good because he's an Adobe resident. Also, also from the full time part, Stephen Burns is a Photoshop ambassador okay. expert guy. So all I'm saying I'm is saying. to go if they have two things where one is month to month and one is like a annual thing. It shouldn't be that complicated to switch. Like that shouldn't. That's not a crazy thing I was trying to do, right? All right, that's my rant is over. <sighs> we already talked about me doing the games this weekend. You were the game dictator. I was the game dictator. I got to tell everyone you what to do. Definitely sounds like you were. Oh, I was. It was fantastic. But I won it. Like I that said, you were the kid in Twilight. I was. <laughs> yes, but it was great. Everyone had fun. Happy thoughts. At least Happy they all notes. told me they did. They had to. Phil, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's real good. What you did, Phil. It's did great. you like it? Are you having fun? <laughs> it was great. It was really good. Um, and finally, on a somewhat serious note, but also to lighten it a little bit, um, I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. 
Oh, no. I have a doctor's appointment, which is why I wanted to get my editing done today, but Adobe, dang it. Uh, while the kids are at school, I have some questionable moles that need to be investigated. I've had yeah. some people look at it, and my parent, my mom and brother nurses say I need to get them checked out. One of them has been hurting for a while, yeah. bad, like irritated, and it's changed a lot recently, so huh. that's bad. But here's the thing. Those that don't know me in person might not know this, but I have an extremely hairy back. These moles are all on my back. You're going to have to shave your back. Well, here's the thing. I thought I would, but then my mom and brother were like, no, if you shave it, it might irritate the skin and they need to see it not in its irritated state. How are they going to see it? I don't know. But they said if they need to, they'll shave it there. So I might have to go in and have my back shaved. (laughs) But I'm like, no, I should just do it. And they're like, no, don't. It'll irritate it first. They both agree. You probably should. I should listen to them because they're nurses. nurses. I'm going to be so embarrassed. I'm going to have to go in there and my doctor's like, and they're going to have to shave my back. To see, like, what's going on down there. Because it's bad. I mean, you can't see through. I mean, they're, like, peeling through like a jungle. Like, they need a machete to get through oh to see gosh. them. And so I, I have to go and do this tomorrow. Hey, it's worth getting your back shaved to find out to make sure you don't have freaking cancer. It is. But I am not looking forward to it. I will just say that. Not to mention, like, you know, fat back. Fat hairy back. I'm laying face down on the table. It's, I know doctors have seen worse, but I'm just saying. They've, those people have seen every possible I thing. I know, but it's every... hairy. It's real hairy. And I'm going to be all sweaty. I am taking the car tomorrow, so at least I can drive an air conditioning on the way. When I got, when I had to get staples in my head, they had to like shave a whole big chunk out of my, and then like. Yeah, and but then... your head is different though. It's true. But back, that's kind of hairy hey, back. Hey, at least it's not your pubes. That's true. I've never had to shave my pubes for something. What if you had like a mole there and then they had to shave it? That's bad. Well, what if that happens? What if they say we need to check everywhere? Well, because if they had to shave... Now you're freaking me out even more. You're fine. What if they do? I think you would know if you had like a mole on your crotch. I don't know. I can't see down there. Yeah, but you could like feel it. I can't feel the ones on my back with my hand. Some of How'd them you hard. know? Well, the one hurts. But there's other ones, like the Janelle on my... Has look, I had her look, and she's like, oh, this looks bad. And then my mom and my brother looked at it, and they're like, you need to go to the doctor. So oh I'm, like, freaking gosh. out. And this one has been hurting me for, like, several months. But Jeez, then, dude. I know it's bad. But then, also, since I'm being, like, totally honest... So while we are at the game day, I had my, parent, my mom and my brother, because they're nurses, check it out. And they're like, oh... I don't know. I, I guess I'm allowed to tell it. I hope they won't be embarrassed by this, too. But nurses are weird, right? So they're like, hey, come look over here. And Matt's like, Mom, look at this. I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? And they come over and they're like, hold still. And then they, like, start giggling. And they each took turns, like, popping a couple pimples on my oh, back. Oh, gross. <laughs> like, ah! And Matthew told me that he spends time watching videos on the internet of a guy called Dr. Pimple Popper. And they just show videos of him popping, like, gross pimples and stuff. Well, I remember back in the day, somebody just talked about this on a podcast, and I couldn't believe that only somebody else would watch this. The horse But thing? I guess... No, no, no. There... So, this was kind of like... So, before the internet and, like, all this stuff, like, things that got... Like, this was before Jackass, and, like, the precursor to that was, like, skate videos and, like, music videos where they would do, like, little skits in the middle. So, some of the most notorious ones were, like... There were these Pantera videos where it was, like, them on tour. Okay. Just doing all this, like, just debauchery. Just, like, 
everything you would expect from like a backstage video of like a metal band on tour. Right. But one of the gnarly, cause I remember Roland used to show this at parties. Okay. And that's how I saw it. And it's, apparently it's a notorious, I thought we were the only ones that watched this over and over again. But apparently, cause like somebody brought it up on a podcast. Okay. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm not the only one that watched. And it's like, these guys, and they have a roadie, and he's got this, like, the gnarliest back zit you've ever seen. <laughs> and it's, like, huge. And they, like, zoom in real close, and they, and it, like, explodes. Oh, and then it, like, gushes blood everywhere. Uh, and, like, I mean, it is, like, a gusher. Uh, it's the gnarliest thing. Like, you could probably watch it now no on YouTube. Way. Just type I mean, in Pantera no zit popping. Uh, it is gnarly. Now, if we didn't already lose people to the Marmaduke section, the rest of them just get forward to it right now. But, yeah, so I guess that's what's happening. But that's, like, why would your mom and your brother want to pop they your They just thought dick? it was real funny that they were doing that. I'm like, all right, all right. You want to feel it? Well, yeah, I mean, it hurt a little bit, but I'm not, like... But the point is that they were, like, ah, because they're nurses. They, they, I don't know. They find that stuff they funny. They pop patients? I don't know. I don't want to They're not allowed to tell me because I can't handle it. Ugh. That already is gross enough to me. Did that gross you out with the text that I sent you yesterday? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I showed that <laughs> well, to everybody. You've seen, have you seen yeah, that, I've dude? Yeah, I've seen it before. The... So there's... So we'll talk about the. So that's you're done. You did all your stuff. Yeah, I'm good. So my stuff is um, I went to L.A. Comic Book Sci-Fi Con with Derek and Andrew and Derek's friend Pat and um, and and we were selling stuff and and I did all right. I mean, I didn't. I almost came out ahead, which is better because last time you didn't sell anything. Well, I just realized that like most of the stuff that I sold, well, only it was only fifteen dollars of it, but. No, maybe it was a little bit more, but I sold my aunt's, a bunch of my aunt's Star Wars books. Right. So she gets most of that money. Oh. But those things sold, I was smart. I brought those and I brought my comics. And how did that and go? And those, I sold like a few comics. Okay. But they're not worth a whole lot. Ones, well, I still have them. Okay. So I only sold, I sold some Buffy comics. I have a bunch of tick ones, but I'm missing some, so. Well. I have some. Right. Although I don't know if I could, I found them in there. Maybe I already gave them to you. That is possible. I think I did because I don't point, have them anymore. At some point, I think like for a birthday, I think or something, I gave them to you. Those in. Yeah. yeah, I think I gave them to you. Okay. Well, did probably. I also give you the powdered toast man? Yeah, I do have that. So that's so that's I, that's because I because that was that was one yeah. of the other ones. So I must have given them well, to I you. I picked up other ones at since some then point. too. But no. Yeah. I think I brought them to a shrine show and, and then, then you I just gave, gave them to me. you. That's likely, yes. Because I definitely have brought, because I have my, because before I had my bargain comics, which I brought those. Right. Because those are ones I bought like in a nickel bin somewhere. <laughs> but now I brought my real comics. But then it turns out that none of those are, they're all worth the cover price. Like I started looking them up and at a certain point I stopped looking them up. Because right. it was all the cover price. There was a couple where it was like a few dollars over cover price. Yeah, but. At least nothing was worth less than cover price. That's good. So basically I was just charging and I was like willing to do deals with people, but there wasn't a huge, but it did bring, having a long box does bring people to the table because then they flip through it. Right. And then they look at other stuff. So it is valuable having it there. And, and then I, but the best thing that I sold, I sold two things that I never expected to sell. Cause I have this Cordelia figure that if it's like in the, if it's in, if it's mint in the box, cause I got it for donating blood at Comic Con and right. it was like an exclusive. And it's like $50, except I've had it for so long, I've been carrying it around for so long, <laughs> that at some point the whole blister pack came off the card. Oh. Like just totally came off. 
but it's still all in one piece and it's never been like played with or anything. So I'm just like, all right, I'll sell it for 10 bucks. And cause, and then this guy came and at first he was looking at the statues and I was like, yes, <laughs> Buffy's. I had two people that almost bought a statue and those are 125 a pop. And so I would have done it right there. Oh my gosh. Two, this one girl though, like she talked herself out of it and I let her do it. Oh. Gotta hook him in. I know. Well, then Derek was like, I'll sell you the Spike figure that I have for $15. And then she was like, I'll take that. And I was like, Derek. <laughs> ah, he undermined um, you. But, um, cause she honestly was like, oh, I can buy collectibles. I have my whole life to buy collectibles. Like, no, you have this face. What if you never see this again? Um, I don't know. I should, I should have said stuff like that, but sure. I didn't. Oh, wow. Um, so anyways, this dude looks at my Cordelia figure and he's like, He's like, well, nobody, this is, I'm like, it's, it's basically mint, but it's just, the card came off, so like, and he's like, well, I'll, like, will you go any lower? I'm like, look, because I'm like, you can look for yourself. This is worth like $50, so $10 is a good deal for open. Right. Like, and it's, and, and so he's like, alright, so he, he bought $10, and then he bought Derek's thing for like 40 and then he bought another thing, and not my stuff, but it was fine. And, um, but that yeah, was good, you got So it was fine. So, one of the regulars at LA Comic Book Sci-Fi Con, it's a dude, and I don't think, I think in order to have what he has, I don't think he's ever cut his hair. Yeah, not in decades, if Cause anything. Because it's like this, this, it's not even, it's, okay, because, because Andrew and I talked about it at Great Lake, because I'm like, because it's, so it's like a wrapped ponytail, but it's not a ponytail. It's like, it's like a dread. It's, it's a one giant dread, but it goes all the way down, like, like to, a, to the ground. To the ground, but it's all bunched up. So I'm like, if you were to somehow be able to unwrap that, that would just be a giant hair cape, right? <laughs> and it would go, and it would probably go on the ground like a train. Oh my god. Like a bridal train, cause I'm like, how far down do you think and it what's goes? In that and thing? how long is it? But he's like, if you unwrap that right now, it would just stay in the form it's in, because it's just one giant <sighs> dreadlock, and it's all gnarly and like dusty, and, cause I'm like, cause I'm like, cause I'm like, do you think he undoes his hair to wash it? And he's like, he can't. Oh, and like, it's a dread. So then I'm like, when was the last time you think he did that? He's like, probably. So I'm like, what is happening in that there's hair? There's like bugs living in it. Like, I bet there's a whole colony of like maggots inside. Oh, I'm going to puke right now. I'm going to throw and up. So, I'm so gross. So, well, I almost made Andrew throw up when we were just talking about uh, it. And then I'm like, oh man, I wish Phil was here. Because I've seen you react to that dude yeah, before. It's and unholy. And, and it's, so it's so, toilet hair plus so, a dread. I so then I, because then I'm like, yeah, what happens when he goes to the bathroom? Yeah, where does that like, thing? You go? know that thing's been in a toilet. It, that thing is rubbed on bathroom floors, on toilets, on. Oh god! Because then I'm like, what does he do when he sleep? What does he do? Because like, so I'm like, if he doesn't wash it, he can't get it wet. So I'm like, does he have some kind of big cap? All mildew. Like, how, what's going on? He's got black mold. And so that is a recipe for black mold. What? Like just like what you're talking about, like oh, in yeah. that situation. Yeah, just sitting. It's gotta be something's going on. So so then I'm uh, like so so Andrew's like I made Andrew like gag just I, talking about it. Right and now. then I like well, talking, and then I'm like, Oh, we gotta get Phil out so then I, I I'm like, Oh, Phil because you were asking me like what's going like how's it going yeah. over there? I'm like, Oh yeah, by the way, your friend's here and then I took a picture and then I'm like if I gave you $10,000 cash, and I said, I will give this to you, but you gotta go and just take a 
just take a bite. Ugh. It's like, ah! No amount of money. No, no way. That's a million foul. dollars cash. No way. What about just to just to take a just grab grab it? Gosh, I'm, I'm run your hands like reach in there. No, because what's in there that hasn't been washed like its whole life. Probably it's not worth. I'd do it for ten thousand dollars. At a million dollars, you get me thinking. I'd touch it with my tongue for ten thousand. Oh, oh gosh, no, no. At two million, I'd think of touching it with my hand. <laughs> two million dollars? Yeah. Come on. With two million, I think I could set it aside and set up a plan where I could. We reasonably live off of a, a small income without having to work anymore. <laughs> and that's worth. Yeah, for the rest of our lives. I mean, I think I could set that aside. I think I. T- I think I touch it with my tongue for five thousand. Oh gosh, that's so disgusting. Do you know what's in there? I don't have to know. I have five thousand dollars. Ugh, ugh, ugh. But then you'd have the knowledge of that taste and what if you did it and all that's all you could taste in food and you can no longer enjoy food because it would taste like old i didn't say that's what was gonna happen i'm just saying that is what would happen if you taste it wouldn't happen that, to me I'd be it fine. would i've tasted some gnarly things but what if what if you tasted it and you could never go back and the rest of your life all you could taste is that ratty old dread <laughs> i'd probably chop my own tongue out <laughs> You probably you probably lose a lot of weight because like imagine if you couldn't taste maybe it that all. would be a good thing maybe it would but I'd what if you never like, eat again no I'd, I'd 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 have to go on like a liquid diet but every time you drank a liquid it would just taste like... no not drink I just have to like get like oh a, just like an IV <laughs> but then your mouth would just constantly just have that taste in it the rest of your life. Well, that would be horrible, but I don't think that's what would happen. For 5000 I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for old dreadlocks. I'd do that for $50 million. $50 million, You'd have dreadlocks stench yeah. in your mouth for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that'd be worth $50 million. I don't, I don't think there's any amount of money that would be worth that. Every day you wake up. Because I think up, at some point I get used to it. You wake up in the morning, you got like cotton mouth. No, but after a while, night, dude, you could get used to anything. And then the taste is just like you could get used to anything. Mildewy maggots. After a while, I just be like, yeah, hmm, hmm. <laughs> nope, nope. Not there's no price, no price for me. All right, all right. Well, there we go. That was LA Comic Con. Well, that happened. <laughs> They're doing a two-day one next time in January, and Michael Cudlitz is going to be there from Walking Dead and a bunch of other stuff. Cool. And you would know his face if you saw him. He's been in tons of stuff. I'm familiar with his meat products. Yeah. Yeah, all Cudlitz. (laughs) (laughs) He invented the Cudlitz. Yeah. It's Cudlitz. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. That's like an off-brand. Yeah. It's made out of cut. It's cut, cutlets. Oh my gosh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> You're eating the cut. It's like dried out and they slice it. It's like a sushi. <laughs> Would you rather eat cut the hair sushi. or a cutlet? I need cutlet before I eat the hair. You would eat a cud? Yeah. I mean, if before I eat the hair, because it's just grass. And if it's oh, dried out. Grossed out. I mean, I'm not saying I would do it, like, for nothing. Eat, like, cow... That's like cow vomit. It's better than mildewy maggots and hair. Okay, I just want to go on record that Phil would rather, like, eat cow puke. Dried. Dried cow puke. <laughs> no, it's, it's the grass. It's actually grass yeah, they're But chewing. they still, like, it's, it's got all saliva. their spit. Dude, what I'd if it was human that? cut? Well, that's grosser. Why? Because we eat cows. We don't eat people. 
I don't know. You have a weird... We definitely lost you have a weird brain. <laughs> poor, poor Jerry tonight. You know she loves our gross stuff. She's fine. Okay. I'm saying that for her. <laughs> You're fine. You're going to make it. Oh, man. Yeah, I would definitely... You would eat hair. You would eat old moldy hair before you'd eat cut. I'd eat all of it. I, I would definitely do the cut first. I don't know what I wouldn't eat for $10,000 cash. Poop. I might eat poop for 10000 <laughs> How much? One bite. No, like a bowl. Full. No. <laughs> Multiple bites. I don't know if I... I don't know if... What, okay, we gotta stop this. What does that <laughs> Okay, people have to know this. We used to do this for hours, not recording ourselves. Like, this is just something that... I, I don't know why this is the game that we always do, but we'll do this for hours. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there's any price that I would do for a bowl of... Because also, like, I don't think I could force myself to eat a bowl okay, of Okay, it's my poop. <laughs> way. And I've specially curated it for you. I, would, I don't think I would eat anybody else's. I think I would only eat my own. <laughs> oh, but not someone you know? No. <laughs> We're friends. That's disgusting. <laughs> this is all disgusting. Yeah, but I, I don't know. What are we doing right now? I don't man? know. I don't know. But I'm like... <laughs> but I, even if I wanted to, even if some, even if you wanted to, I don't think you could get more than a bite of poo down. I don't think so. Like, I think at some point your body would just completely... Because <laughs> also, like, isn't that, like, really dangerous probably like i feel like Ugh. if you you would definitely get diseases i'm making myself gag now <laughs> like you couldn't you give yourself e coli oh definitely i think that's like a guaranteed thing <laughs> so you'd probably die well, you just you know you're getting into that but you if know? you only get a tiny bit and then you'd be fine much so you're definitely getting e coli and you have to eat it What's your price? I remember when I was a kid, I had this conversation with my mom where I'm like, Mom, we can't eat our poo because then we die because we get E. coli. And she's like, why would I eat my <laughs> There's a lot of other reasons for that. <laughs> All right. Why do... <laughs> I, at Comic-Con. You went to Comic-Con. LA Comic Book Center. Okay, so today um, I was cutting of a song. Because, you know, there's... So, so there's... There's that um, Lana Del Rey song, The Summertime Sadness. Okay. I got that summertime, summertime sadness. Ooh, summertime, we're walking on the beach. That's not... Yeah, that's... Well... That's from Moving Sound. My song right now is, I got that summer slam, summer slam <laughs> sadness. Oh, something bad happened. Well, first of all, I mean, the show itself was pretty good, except it was six hours long. Okay. No, more than that. So it was a two-hour pre-show, which I started... So <laughs> it's at a certain point when I realized that I was like, I'm, I, I can't get home and just start watching from the beginning. Because, again, it's because the pre-show was two hours, <laughs> and the show itself was four hours. So that's six hours. So I'm like, I have to start watching this while I'm at Comic-Con at the con... Because otherwise, I will not get You're to bed finish. until, and I have <laughs> I have to watch it. Because otherwise, spoilers. And so this is all going through my head, and like, and I'm freaking out. So I'm like, wait, I can watch it on my phone. And Andrew gave me one of his like he had like an extra like easel thing like uh-huh. for his because he had like his 
pin boards on like this little so I put my phone in there and I just like turned it on I was watching it it was great <laughs> and um and, and like it was amazing even Andrew was blown away he's like this is like perfect streaming HD on your phone and it hasn't skipped he's like this is live I'm like yeah it's awesome it's cool and he's like and, and he's like no wonder you're so into this cuz you can watch this anywhere I'm like yeah <laughs> it's crazy it's great um and and so we were watching, and even Andrew's kind of getting into it a little bit because, like, John Stewart was on the pre-show and like all right. this stuff. And he's like, "What is happening? What's going on?" <laughs> like, um, but anyway, so so I watched the pre-show, the whole pre-show, and which started at four. The pre-show started at two because okay. the pay-per-view started at four. So we were, and we were at the shrine, and we were at the reef until five. So I watched the whole pre-show and the first hour while you were there. While I was there on my phone, and then so then I took an hour off while I was driving, and then I got home and I only had to rewind like an hour back. Okay. But I get there, so I get home, and it's like I get home at like six thirty. Okay. No. Yeah, like six thirty-ish, and. And then I still had to watch the actual pay-per-view ended up being four and a half hours. They went a half hour over. <laughs> and normal pay-per-views are three hours. So this was four and a half hours. Even WrestleMania was not this long. Because <laughs> WrestleMania was four hours plus a two-hour pre-show. And so I was like, this is too long. And that's coming from a guy <laughs> that went watched, sat through six hours of WrestleMania. And then I went to a show after that. So you have a podcast about wrestling. But so this was like, thing. at a certain point, I'm like, this is too long. Wow. I almost fell asleep. I don't think you've ever said that about wrestling before. It was too long. <laughs> it was too long. And there was, the match placement was really weird. Because they have this, I don't know when they got this in their head. That they need to, in between like a really big match, like a big match. They need to put like a smaller match that like so they'll have like a big title match and they'll put like a little match cuz they want to they don't want the crowd to get worn out but I'm like I don't think there's any actual like proof that like that causes the crowd to like not to react better cuz like you get the cuz it's like cuz you know like it's kind of the same theory like in high fidelity you're talking about the mixtape like it kind of right. peaks and valleys but I'm like I feel like for a wrestling show it should start you have your your undercard, then your middle card, then your main event card, and it shouldn't go like, cause the way they do it now, it'll be like, big match, little match, to get you back down, and then another big match, and then a little match, and another big match, and a little match, another big match, and after a while, like, I'm just like, I don't like this, this well, is it's too- It's like the circus sideshow yeah. organization. Except, like, like, they, it's like, it, it, I think it would flow better, I think it would flow just fine if they just did like, small matches, Medium card and then title the match, title ring? match, title match. They're not like alternating rings. No, it's, it's all in the same yeah. thing. Okay, but I just well, feel because like we do that sometimes with concerts where we'll have like an easy setup playing while we're the other ones, so there's not downtime. Yeah, but, but this is just to keep the crowd momentum going. And I don't know, the match placement was really weird. Hmm. And and then so already I was kind of like, but I mean there were some great matches. I won't get into it because I don't know you guys don't really care. Um, <laughs> On your wrestling show, though, which you we not we're but we, we 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 had to take two weeks off, so that's why I'm okay. Okay, so I'm kind of just like I gotta get this like. Um, so, uh, first off, my two favorite wrestlers right now, well, two of my two of okay, um, are Finn Balor and Sasha Banks. Finn Balor finally made his main roster debut, and they are just. 
strap a rocket on him. He's already competing for the new... Excuse me. So the WWE Heavyweight title went to Smack because the brand split, which I talked about. Right, right. And so the, now right. the world title is on SmackDown. So Raw has to have... They, they created a new championship, basically. And so Finn Balor is wrestling for this new championship already. He just started, but he's huh. so awesome. Like, he, they brought him up to the main roster. He's already, like, in this championship match. This is, like, a huge deal. This is huge. And he wins. And everything is great. Except he got injured during the match. He freaking separated his shoulder. Oh. So they post a clip on... Like, at first I'm like, okay, this can't be true. This cannot... This cannot be his luck that he freaking... In, he like makes his debut. He and on the first night that he wins this match to get put in the SummerSlam match, and then the SummerSlam match he wins. His mom's there all the way from Ireland, and then he separated his shoulder in the middle of the match. And they actually, this is how this is kind of gnarly. They 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 showed this video on you on on the WWE YouTube channel uh. where they basically slowed it down. You can see the moment where he separates his shoulder. He looks at it and then he pops it back into place in the middle of the match. And then he kept wrestling. Oh my gosh. Which seems like a good idea, except I've heard every time when you do that, then it's just, gonna it's just it going to make it way worse. Well, it seems so, like it makes you tougher, but it's also going to injure you worse. Now he's probably going to have to have shoulder surgery, and those shoulder injuries can be bad. Ugh. And like, so he had, so then he came on tonight, then day after, and he he had to give the belt back. Why? Because he's going to be out. But so he can't like. Doesn't get that title still? Well, I mean, he's he will always be the first champion, but he only had it for one day, and then he had to oh, because he has to be able it. to like keep wrestling yeah. to have it. Oh, okay. Well, if he's going to be out for three or four months, they can't just like not have that title, and it's serious enough that it's probably going to be that long at least, because most wow. shoulder injuries you're looking at like six months, sometimes longer. Wow. I'm like, it's just ah, oh, so much momentum, and it's so frustrating, and it's so sad. And then the other thing that happened is. Sasha Banks is like my other favorite and she's awesome she's amazing and it's just like I said like the WWE women's division used to be like this is totally garbage thing and now it's finally like this huge thing and they're like just on the same level and Sasha Banks is one of the top stars male or female she's selling tons of merch everything's great and then she loses the title to Charlotte in an awesome match but I'm like something's not right here like she looks hurt and then it turns out the reason why she lost the title already is she's going to be out for a month because her back's injured. Oh, man. So two of my... Two they're already injuries. out. And I saw... Oh. So, so I said SummerSlam sadness. That's a good song. And, and that's what I have. But you know what else I have is a book corner. Yeah. But... I have a big thing in book corner when you're ready. Oh, my gosh. You did it. Finally. I did it. Well, I just did. I am so close to finishing A Dance with Dragons, the fifth and so far final Game of Thrones <laughs> book. Um, and if, so I, like I've said before, it's, it's helped me see just how much awesome, how great the show is that they're able to like, but this one has reminded me that there are like entire storylines and characters that they haven't even brought in. And I think at this point in the storytelling, it means that they're not even, they're not, gonna do those stories mm. and that's kind of interesting because there's some major characters and major stories but i guess in the whole swing of things they don't really come into a big thing and they're not even on the show so people that haven't watched the show like don't even know about this Man. and i feel like if they did they're kind of bombshell things except it turned out 
I don't know. It's hard to explain without really spoiling a ton of stuff. But it's weird knowing, like, and not the obvious one if you're a Game of Thrones person. There's some, like, there's some ones that, like, haven't even, that never came to play. How many kids do you think in high school have failed their, like, book tests? Claiming they read a dance, yeah. these books and the teachers well, I, were like blah, blah blah. I don't think they're teaching these books in school. Well, no. Well, at least in my school, you like had the opportunity to choose. Oh know, yeah, ones, and then you would take the test and then on the, them. Oh and, yeah, yeah yeah. You know, you have to prove that you like read it. By but if you, because yeah, if you if you, you only watch, watch the, the show, show yeah. there are again not just like my there's like entire storylines. So it would just all be about that, yeah. and they'd have no idea. Yeah. Because right. you could just be like, tell me all about this. Because it's like entire characters. And so you could be like, tell me about this character. And if somebody that's only watched the show, they'd be like, dude, <laughs> you're screwed. Um, so that's crazy. And then I am on the very last issue, a touch and go. And I don't want it to end. And my maximum rock and rolls aren't here yet. Aww. And because um, I'm like, it couldn't. T- but I, I bet you knowing them, no, they're, they are like DIY punk rockers. They probably sent a media mail. Oh, sure. Who knows when they'll get here. Yeah. I feel like media mail is like whatever the post office feels like. It. Yeah. They're just like, okay, throw this in the back. Kick that around. Um, so I finished Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Um, Crazy ending, last, right? Yeah, like the last spoilers. I guess if you haven't read it, whatever, blah blah. The the last Somebody, few chapters are great. Yeah, the rest of the book. I, this is my far my least favorite because you got that's completely you insane. have a big sporting event and then you have another big long sporting event. It's two giant sporting events for the entire. But it's book. not a sport. Like they're going and they're like but going they're and still cheering for them and there's rankings and there's stadiums. So to and, you that means sport and that means yes, boring. It's boring. I, I, then my brain the whole Mer people thing. Like for me, that's like such an intense part of the a, book. I mean, it was fine. And like there were some good moments in there, but even still, that was just a competition. And then like the and, mystery where he's trying to figure out the secret of the. End. Egg and like all that stuff. It's just a competition. But the end, I mean, come on, the that end, end is great. great. And yeah, then the opening and of that it, book is and great. And at the very end, when you realize, like, oh, stuff is stuff got real. Yeah, people can very, die now. People can die now, <laughs> and that does not. And now, now that that's happened, oh, I'm sure um, of it. Get brace yourself. I'm sure of it. I, I, I have a feeling, but I really enjoyed the end, and the opening was great. And there was parts throughout. I already talked about my issues okay, with the Okay, let me ask stuff. you. So let me ask you, now that you've finished book four. Okay. At any point during book four, did you have an inkling about Moody? Yes, at the beginning when I'm like, so each year they get a new uh, so you, did d- you Defense of the Dark Arts. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Okay. I just thought he was going to be bad. But that's every single book so far. New Defense of Dark Arts teacher, then they're bad, or they're not who they seem to be, and then... Right. You know. I thought that was a good little... Like, it would be a twist if, like, not a Professor twist, McGonagall was bad or something. Like, then I'd be like, "Whoa!" But it, it just—it was the same. It's the same pattern, <laughs> so it's a little samey for me. All right, but it's okay because the ending—that that final few chapters is fantastic. And then I just started reading Order of the Phoenix. I've only read like the first two chapters or something, but it's a great start. Well, the book, the Order of the—I think you'll like. I think from now on, you're gonna really, really like. Honestly, it. the sports. There's stuff no was more hard. sports because already, like today, I just I. Plowed through like two chapters. I mean, there's a little like, and even in the it, now, like, there's like a there's there's even not that much Quidditch going forward. I don't mind like a little bit. It's just that that was like the whole. You only book. like a little Quidditch. Uh, just a little Quidditch. Just a little Quidditch. And it was a really long book, so I felt like maybe they could, if she had just trimmed out some of the sports <laughs> stuff, it could have been like a reasonable length, and I wouldn't have to read about right. sports. All right. But 
I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I'm not like giving up on it. I think I'll go much faster. Well, now you've got the Order of the Phoenix, which is the longest one. But also, like, you have the actual Order of the Phoenix, and now, like, Voldemort is... He's out. In play. Yeah. But this one, because Order of the Phoenix is in because you got, you got Emo Harry, and they're trying to convince the greater wizarding world that Voldemort's back. Yeah, which is crazy, because he obviously is. Because well, I read it. You know that. I but know that. If you, but you, it's, it's, you can't put yourself in other, because it's like, okay, so, so like, could you imagine, like, a dull wizard, they're like, alright, Harry, so you're saying, like, you, you got transported, and Voldemort was there, and then like, right, and like right. uh, I mean, I guess that would be kind of like, but don't you think they have enough magical devices they that can they could just like? Look? Well, also the fact that like he killed somebody and he didn't just die. Right. Like, do you don't think that would take that seriously? And I mean, they've got the. I like the whole like swirling thing in. Uh, oh yeah. Dumbledore's office where you can yeah, see like the, the pensive. So I'm telling you, like, they, you can't tell me that they couldn't take the thoughts from Harry and look at him or something. Like, there's millions of magic ways they could know. But that's fine. I, I'm, you know, suspension of disbelief. I never thought about that. Why yeah. don't they just do that? Yeah. Then they can see. Look, guys, check it out. I got his thoughts. Here they are. It's real. Why didn't they do that? Pothole. Huh. I don't know. There's, I mean, it's magic. There's got to be. Or the truth serum that they were able to get. Uh, well, yeah, but then they ran out because they were using. Oh, wait. You didn't get that far. No. Sorry. See, so they could have already used that. Anyway, there's other ways. But it's fine. I, that part. See, I'm fine with, like, forgiving some, you know, magical world stuff. It's just, like, oh, okay, who's in the first place? And there was a rankings. And <laughs> you are people so. Like advert, I just your aversion to sports is com- is so I just, I complete don't enjoy it. I and do total not enjoy it. is just very amusing to me. I, I know. I just all right. So you're reading the Ramona books. Oh yeah. So just one real quick. I've been reading through them. I don't always put the stuff. I'm are they like the really into it? They love it. But tonight we got to we started Ramona and her father. And I don't know if you remember it, but Ramona and her father is like the. The Order of the Phoenix of the Ramona books. Yeah. Because they're all like silly and funny things happen at school. And this one Stuff opens happens. up the first chapter, the dad loses the job. Yeah. And remember, like, then he's, like, staying at home. He's, like, smoking. smoking. And all, like, it's all this stuff. Is Audrey worried you're going to start smoking? Well, no. We haven't gotten that far. We just read the first chapter <laughs> okay. tonight. But, like, they're like, they're, like, laughing. Because there's some funny parts in the first chapter. But then they're, like, I'm, like, what do you think's wrong? You know? And they're, like, oh, maybe they, uh, you know, they have to go to bed early or something. And then... Like, the mom comes and says he lost his job, and they're, like, worried about how they're going to have money, and our kids are just, like, like stunned. Like, they it's just probably, have no concept probably of, things like, they never even thought about right. before. I think all of a sudden, they're like, is that a thing that can happen? Like, so it's interesting. We had And we talked about, like, what the tone of the book was. I'm like, how would you guys describe, describe the tone of this compared to the others? And Audrey said it was nervous. It made her nervous. And Luke said it was serious. Hmm. But they liked it. They're like, they want to read more. I'm like, you guys still like it? And they're like, yeah. But... It's 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 interesting seeing how because I remember as a kid that being like whoa like this is where it gets real you know and that's what makes those books and also the super fudge because yeah super like the fudge books also dealt with a lot of like mm-hmm. as we've talked about when we've talked about right. them, these books deal with the real issues they don't sugarcoat stuff right. and I love that and I love having those being able to have those conversations with kids it's an easy way to have that conversation yeah. with them like how would you feel about this and stuff so anyway just wanted to mention that because that was cool that's cool. That's left over, so we should move on. All right. Well, um, WWE Network. I've been watching. Um, we just they just had a so SummerSlam. Well, it was, SummerSlam might have led to some sadness. They did have NXT Takeover, which my guy Shinsuke Nakamura, first of all, had the most amazing entrance of all time in 
one of the greatest entrances. So his entrance is his music is mostly violin. Okay. So a dude came out and actually played the violin. It was awesome. Nice. And then he did his whole thing. It was awesome. And then he won the NXT championship, and it's awesome. And I'm just really excited. And it was there's a lot of great matches, top to bottom, great show. They always put on a great show. Um, and I was jealous. So Chris Hayner was he got to he was already in New York for another thing. So then he went to WWE and. Um, in, in Dallas at NXT, we got like, we had like balcony seats, and this time he was like ringside. He was like right there. Oh, okay. So I was like, I see they upgraded your seats this time. <laughs> and then that was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, and then there's an, there's the Cruiserweight Classic, which is all Cruiserweight, which is less than 205 pounds. Oh, okay. And they're small, and they do lots of cool stuff, and it's been really good. And then there's a new reality show, Mick Foley, uh, oh, Mankind, oh, oh. and it's like him and his family. And his daughter, she like tells him she wants to be a. It it seems very heavily scripted. Okay, I'm um, sure it is. And but she tells him that he she she wants to be a wrestler, and he completely flips out. And like, but it's really entertaining. I'm, and, I'm sure that this is completely spontaneous. Yeah, right. but it's cool seeing his family. And also, I didn't know that because I knew he had like two younger sons. Because he had like so he had his his um so. And when, like, Beyond the Mat happened, like, he had so, like, Noelle, because it's, like, Noelle from, like, in Beyond the Mat, she's, like, a little kid, and now she's, like, she's 24, she's grown up, which is weird, seeing, like, right. she's, and, um, as if you've, anybody's ever seen Beyond the Mat, one of the famous scenes in it is from Royal Rumble in Anaheim in 1998, um, where The Rock hit Mankind with a chair for reals like 10 times and his kids are watching and at some point they're freaking out so much that the mom like has to like take him away because they're watching their dad just get pummeled with a chair he had to get like 16 stitches and like gnarly gnarly like a mistake or that no that was a planned thing because back before they knew that like maybe hitting people with chairs to the head is a bad idea this is pre-concussions and right. CTE and all that stuff. And so, yeah. Um, and it was, it was, yeah. Um, as the, the, basically the saying in wrestling, especially at the time was, um, blood red means dollar green. Huh. That's, was a saying. That's a real saying in wrestling. All right. Um, but, uh, now that we, now that they've known better, most wrestling organizations, especially WWE, don't do any of that. No brain injury equals yeah. get to keep wrestling. Yeah, don't die or 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 kill your family. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those aren't as catchy though. So well, anyways, so it's a, it was it's a pretty entertaining show, and I I was watching that. All right. Um, and this is a little bit old, but New Japan World there was the G1 Climax tournament, which I've talked about this previous years. Um, it's 22 shows. Yeah. In about as many, in a little bit more days. And at first this year, I didn't think I was going to be able to keep up, but it was getting so good that I really, I somehow managed to pull it off. <laughs> and I watched a, almost the whole thing. I skipped a little bit. Okay. But I watched like the last seven or eight days, I watched them all. Wow. And in a row, like I watched them. And then, um, and then I even watched the last, um, night of the tournament live. I stayed up. Wow. Cause I had, and, you had to know. and it will, cause it was the guy that won it this year. He's the first, um, Western er. Okay. To win it. So that was very exciting. Named Kenny Omega. He's also way into video games. Hmm. He has a YouTube channel, streams video games sometimes. He's really cool. And I was really happy that he won it. Um, 
And then I guess I can... Lucha Underground's done for the season. The new season starts soon, though. Very excited. Because in the first... I think it's the second set of episodes. Benson and I are in, like, the front row of one of the little boxes of the season three, the first couple of few episodes. Nice. Um, So you'll be able to see me and Benson when that starts. And then I'm watching Pretty Little Liars. Um, It's... It's... Completely not. Like I, if you asked me to tell you what was like in a nutshell what was going on, I could not tell no you. No nutshell. I don't know what's going on anymore. There's like multiple. Like this is. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I really don't. But I can't. I gotta see this through. Okay. Um. And then uh, oh yeah. So then Netflix, um, Amazon just like out of almost nowhere was like, hey, we got our new pilot season and here's the shows and one of them's a tick. Yeah. So everybody needs to go on Amazon and vote. Did you actually do the survey? No, no, I haven't yet. You got to go do it. the survey. I just watched it last night. I think was it last night. No, couldn't have been. I thought it was. Am- it was Friday. I thought it was amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh, you didn't like it? I was just is, okay with it. Is it too dark for you? It's not that it's too dark. It's that it was a really weird mix of tone. Like I loved it. The tick himself. I thought Arthur was great. But no, but Arthur's like an accountant and he's like neurotic. He's not a He is neurotic. No, but he was like a, a conspiracy nut who's like drugged and I mean I know He is a like, conspiracy nut. Yes, but but it's different. It's a different kind of conspiracy nut. I don't know how to but describe it. This is it. written by the guy. I know, but here's the thing. This is what I feel like. I feel like he's like, Look, I gave everyone the perfect like live action tick show and it didn't go anywhere, so now I gotta do the DC gritty it up thing to make it appeal to. I thought audience. it was still really entertaining and funny, it, and it was, but it was just too uneven for me. I, I mean, I'm gonna see it through. I'll watch it. Well, you better vote. But it, I don't know. Like, I liked it. I mean, I obviously, there's some big shoes to fill. I know Patrick Warburton is producing it. I liked it a but lot. It was the guy who's what's the guy who's playing it? Who's playing the tick? Know. He's from who's in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's a British comedian. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But he's really funny. I think he was a great tick. He did a great job. I just, it was just, there's too much, like, brooding. Like, I don't I like want brooding. brooding. But in the tick, I don't want brooding. I want funny. But it wasn't, like, brooding, brooding. It was, like, was almost, brooding. it was almost, like, making fun of brooding. No, not far enough. There was too much actual brooding. Not from the tick. The tick stuff was great. But everyone else brooded. I thought it I was I want, good. like, quick, like, quips and funny plays on words, which I got some of, but not near enough. Well, maybe the next episode... Well, that's why I said I'll see it But I... I liked it. I was just okay with it. Mm. That was my take. Well, I also watched... I haven't watched the... I've heard the Kevin Bacon show was actually really funny. I just didn't get to it. Okay. The, oh, the other... Dick. The other uh, pilot? Yeah. Because they're all on Amazon pilot season. And so the... But the one that I did watch, because... It is completely bonkers. Okay. It's called John Claude Van Johnson. And so whereas JCVD was like still kind of serious, but not like where it was sort of tongue in cheek, but it was also like we still want to make a very good action movie. And it was. And it did that. But it was also kind of insane. This is completely tongue in cheek. And just completely insane because the reason why it's called John Claude Van Johnson because this is John Claude Van Damme is playing himself. He is John Claude Van Damme, except in this universe, the whole time John Claude Van Damme has been John Claude Van Damme, he also is a secret agent for some <laughs> unknown secret agency. Okay, and his 
agent name is John Claude Van Johnson. And <laughs> so he goes on these acting jobs to and like while, as that's his cover. And it's then like he goes Elvis. on these missions. It's like Elvis is playing yes. to go undercover. And that's what he's doing. And he has a partner and everything. And then, like, it's crazy. That's awesome. And there's lots of really funny jokes. There's one of the running jokes is um, that, like, Looper ripped off Time Cop. And, like... <laughs> okay. And and like, it's 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 just... It's really funny. I It's, it's just... It's bananas. So which and, one do you pick, then? Well, I picked both. Oh, okay. okay. You don't have to pick one between the other. You review each oh, one. Oh, each one. Okay. There's like a survey. It's like rate from rate on this, rate on that. Did you? What did you like about this? And I think they're just gonna go off of. And I think they can pick multiple ones. Well, I'm sure they can. I hope they pick at least both of these because they're really great. Um, and then, um, so we've been on a because because we've been talking about it because Josh was talking about it on Soapbox Office podcast. Um, we've, I wanted to watch more of Werner Herzog and also it was like, I couldn't sleep, um, Saturday night. Okay. And so I'm like, I need something to like, kind of like get me calm, a peace. And so I'm like, Herzog does a pretty good job of that. <laughs> and I, and I didn't want to watch something I, cause at first I'm like, I'll just watch Cave of Forgotten Dreams cause that's a pretty, that's one of my go-to Very Herzog peaceful. movies. Cause it's like in a cave and it's peaceful and it's a lot of narration. Cause some movies he doesn't have a lot, other, some he lets the character speak, other times it's all him narrating and, and like sometimes it's a mix. So I'm like, I need something to like, but then I also didn't want to watch something really disturbing. Like, I don't think I could handle watching like Grizzly Man or something. Right. That's not um, going to put you to sleep. And so I'm like trying to find, cause the one that I haven't watched is the like inmate one where like the inmates on death row or something. Yeah, I haven't watched that. And I want to watch it, but I, I think I have to watch That's Find the Right Time. That's not going to put you to sleep, right? And then I, so I tried to watch Dinotopia. And as I talked about, I think last episode, right. it like, I started crying because this baby raptor got murdered by a brontosaurus. <laughs> Although, aren't they not actually called brontosaurus? Yeah, it's like a patasaurus yeah. now. Because but... he totally, this freaking patasaurus just bonked him with his tail and broke his face off. <laughs> and he died. And he was like a baby raptor. Man. Oh my gosh, I couldn't handle it. So I'm like, alright, I gotta find something else. So there's one on Hulu called Happy People that I've never even heard of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. Okay. So here's where, because you know we were talking about um, the, hold on, I gotta find the whole title because there's this, so it's about these people in Siberia. Okay. And so there's this wooded part of Siberia that's like as big, it's one and a half times the size of the United States. And yeah. it's almost all woods. Okay. And it's in like the far north, like, you know, I mean where Siberia right. is. Um a year in the tight, so it's this place the called taiga. the Taiga. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you are you I'm familiar, familiar with it, yeah. So okay, so you know how we were arguing, well, not arguing, but discussing Sasquatch and Yeti and stuff. Right. Okay, looking at this freaking Taiga, which is uninhabited. Again, the size one and a half times the size of the United States, largely uninhabited, largely woods and other. Ma- Dude, if who it was there, knows where it would be. what is in there? Yeah. Who knows what's in that place? And especially watching these trapper guys going around in there. Cause, so there's these trap, so it's, so he basically goes out, um, him and his crew, they go out to this village and they stay with these people. Like, I, I think they stayed with them for an entire year. Right. Cause it's watching them through this, and these are, they're, they're, they're like, so it's these Siberian guys, and so there's a village, and then, and then it's like, 
but the, even the village, they're all self, it's all because they're so isolated, it's basically self-sustaining, borderline Amish, except they do, they have like chain, he said like the only modern conveniences they really have that they brought in from the outside are like chainsaws and snowmobiles. Huh. Everything else they like make themselves or they, awesome. like their traps, these, they, they, they've been doing the traps the same because it follows this, these trappers and they do like, they, they trap, um, what is it? Mink and yeah, but not sable is their big okay. thing. Okay, is sable, and um, but the traps that they use, they've been these are the same traps that they've been doing for thousands of years, huh. and it's like very like these like simple traps, and but they're very because they're so like in tune, like they're they're very painless. They're all about like and. And they're also about sustainability. Like, they don't just, like, trap willy-nilly or they try and... Because they talk about there's these bad trappers that they don't like are the ones that, like, they they they, they take too much and they don't, they don't let them, like, reproduce or, like, they right. only... Like, because these guys, they're all about sustainability because this has to... This is all they have and this is how they survive. And, right. and, and the reason why they're happy because they talk... Why it's called happy people is because, like, these guys live like this... It's like this perfect life where... They're, they're just, all they're doing is like, they, it's like, it's like they're, like, it's when they're not out trapping, they're, they're farming, because everything has to come, so right. like, all their tools, their houses, their everything, and it's just living out there, it was amazing, huh. and all to the wonderful sound of <laughs> freaking Herzog, and I was just, it may just really put me in a good place. It was a good sleep And one. following these guys, and just watching them, everything they do, and I'm like, I would be so dead. <laughs> like, I would be screwed. Cause like, it gets to this one point where the guy's like, like a bear, like almost, cause like, so the trappers, they're just out, it's like they go out there and they stay out there for like most of the winter. They're just out there huh. in the, and they each have their own territory, but each trapper's territory is like, like 2,000, 3,000 square miles. Whoa. And like, and, and so they, so again, like, like, and so they're like just out there and they basically set up their main camp and then they go out and every like certain amount of miles they set up like little huts, like, okay. but they're cabins. These are like, they basically build these cabins and like, and then they have like, so they have their, their whole area so they can go out and they got like their traps and then another cabin and then more traps and then another cabin. Huh. And so they're always within a day of another cabin. Okay. So that's how they can cover their whole territory, but not that's cool. And it's just really cool. But I'm also and but the problem is there's bears and so um so that's why they hunt during the winters cuz that's when the bears are hibernating, but they have to set up all their stuff during the summer. So in between the summer and the winter, the a bear might have destroyed their whole cabin huh. and so then they got to rebuild it. So there's this one part where he gets to a point where um he gets to one it so he's he had to, he, so he like, he spent a lot of time working on this trap and he's like, well, there's a cabin within like this much hike. He gets there. It's like destroyed. It's like partially destroyed by a bear. So he's like, well, I'm, I can't get to another cabin before it's like gets dark. And if it gets dark, like, you could freeze to death if you're not like, inside, I mean, again, right. it's like, so he has like a certain number of hours. So like, he's like, I gotta fix this cabin. And it's huh. like, oh gosh, that's crazy. And like, yeah, I don't know. At that point, probably, you know, I'd be dead. All right. Time to just fall but like, asleep in the forest. But they're like preparing all their food and 
and all those things, and they go out and they're like canoeing down these, and it just seems nuts. Like it's just. And they build their, they build, so they have their, yes, they have boats with outboard motors, like, so I guess they have outboard motors. Okay. But then they also have, like, regular canoes that they, and, like, they build, they make their boats. Huh. And it shows them making their boat. And then they have, like, skis that they, like, use to traverse the terrain. They make their skis. And it shows how they make the skis. And, like, because they have to make every, because they can't just go and buy. It's out there. It's crazy, man. That's awesome. It's really good. Um, so that was, was just really good. Really What's awesome. that on Amazon? That is on Hulu. Hulu, okay. It's called Happy People, the, A Year in the Taiga. And also just like, just thinking about the Taiga. Cause again, it's the size, it's one and a half times the size of the United States. Yeah. And it's just giant uninhabited woods. Nuts. And wilderness. Who knows and, what's out there? Cause anything, yeah. anything could be out there. And I don't know, it just seems really crazy. And, and there's a lot of like going over giant ice flows and, it's really beautiful just to watch. I'm sure and it is. I don't know. Now, I don't know. But I'm also just thinking about, like, it'll make you want to simplify your life and, like, live off the land. I get that feeling and, when I watch horrors, too. So either side kind of pulls um, at me. <laughs> and then I... So I, I've talked about before that I I got CISO now. Yeah. And I hadn't actually, like, really watched much stuff on it. But um, I did... And so I was also trying to sleep and... And I wanted to like watch something goofy, so I watched. Um, so I started watching Mighty Boosh again. That show is just so amazing. I still haven't watched that. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And it's on CISO, and it's awesome. And I just the songs are so like you. You have to watch it because I think you would just absolutely well, sure love I it. I just like, never. It's well, never I've shown you like well, it's not, and that's I've the seen thing. Clips. And didn't you watch like one? With Maybe me? so. I think so. But it's just—it's always been hard to find. So because oh my gosh, it's so funny, and it's so weird. It's so goofy. So I love. And then I watched the first episode of Harmon Quest. Oh yeah, and it is awesome. So like Spencer like created this whole adventure and it's his own custom adventure. But I think they use the Pathfinder system. Okay. But he created it from scratch because he's credited as the writer. For the series, and then they filmed these live. So they filmed them playing it live, and then they went in and animated it all. Like they, so it'll cut okay. back and forth. But like whatever they're talking about, some like they animated That's it. Cool. And it's And then they have a guest player every. Um, the sad thing about Harmon Quest, if you know anything about Dan Harmon. Um, Aaron, well, so you saw the Harmontown documentary. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, in the Harmontown documentary, Aaron, his wife, is still his wife, but last year they got divorced. Oh. Um, and so she's in Harmon Quest, too, and now that you know, cause she, like, they split amicably, but she's not, like, part of anything anymore. Huh. And so seeing her back, her and Dan, it's kinda like, oh. Um, and also she's really funny, and, so, but he has a new girlfriend, so I hope everybody's happy. But it is cool though to see like Spencer like in his element, right. and also just knowing Spencer's story that Spencer went from going to Harmontown as just to get to he wrote and produced a show, yeah, and that all came from him being in the like, audience. He's like the best version of my possible timeline. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, but. Cause you were there when I met Spence yeah. and I'm like, 
Yeah, I, I have the same, except yours went way better than mine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but he spends, spends, it's cool scene, like, it's, I don't know, it's just really cool. That is cool. And, and it's really funny. In the first episode, the guest was Paul F. Tompkins, and nice. he was really funny. And again, when they animate everything, oh my gosh, it's just really funny. Um, it's really good. If, you don't even have to like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. To think it's, it's really funny. Cause it's just, it's comedians and imp, no, better yet, like really good improvisers. Right. And they just go, cause like, you could, Paul F. Tompkins had never even played a role play, cause he's like, I had never really, and you, he just gets into it. And like, there's this part where he like has to like make, cause they're like, like you have to say the oath of this, and they're like, alright, do it. And he does it. Just right <laughs> off the, just does it. That's and cool. it's just pretty cool. It's really funny. What about you? Well, you All right. Talk about, about Tick. The tick. Uh, and then been still watching Gordon McGivens' Life on Normal Street. I cannot recommend it enough on Amazon. My goodness, it is so good. We're getting like to the end of this last season, and it's like the emotional stakes have risen. And it's again, it's another one of those great shows that have talks with the kids because they handle some like serious subjects, but in you know like a friendly manner. But adults should watch it too. It's fantastic. It's cool. That's my other thing there. Alright, Netflix, I watched the second episode of The Get Down. It's, I still really dig it. Um, people seem to be pretty high on it. I've read some really nitpicky posts about how they get some stuff wrong about, but it is a fictional show, so they kind of play a little fast and loose with like timelines and, cause like they're like, this band that they use wasn't popular until this time, or this and da 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 da. I'm like, alright, come on. <laughs> like, it's still really, I really like it. I like it a lot. And, um, it's You're on down with it? I'm down with the get down. Right. You're watching TNG? Well, yeah, just a few more episodes. Of ne- I think I'm almost done with the first season of Next Generation of Star Trek. It's, it's good. It's fun. I've been enjoying it. It's a good, like, like put it on and, like, while well, I'm doing yeah. dishes kind of thing, you know. I don't have to, like, focus too much on it. It's sort of breezy entertainment. All right. Well, I think it's time. It is time. It's, it's what everyone's It's time to blow for. our minds. It's Marmaduke time. All right. Here's what you're going to see. You, you, you can look at this as I read it here. So the thing that you showed me that was crazy was Marmaduke is looking into a hole and there's like a rabbit or a mouse. I think they're rabbits. Like tucking away baby rabbits and they're talking. All right. Well, let's look. He's looking go. into a hole and there's talking rabbits. So Marmaduke, the first panel here, Marmaduke's got a bone in his mouth and he's digging a hole. Second little panel, he's getting a little deeper. He's obviously trying to bury the bone. But then all of a sudden he's shocked and he drops his bone and he's looking down and this word bubble comes up out of the hole and it says, hush children. And then Marmaduke looks deeper into the hole and it says, don't wake your father. And then it shows Marmaduke looking in the hole down at this anthropomorphic bunny family who has like furniture and pictures around and they're all talking to each other. The baby, the kids say, but mama. And then the mommy rabbit says, he's exhausted. And Marmaduke's still watching through this hole and he says, he delivered Easter eggs until dawn. And then Marmaduke, and then it shows back outside, Marmaduke buries the hole, and then Marmaduke erects a sign that he made which says, do not disturb. What the crap? Yes. So Marmaduke somehow finds the Easter bunny? Which is, can talk, they're anthropomorphic, they live in his backyard, and Marmaduke can make a sign. How did Marmaduke make that sign? I don't know. But he had, apparently, either that or he just found one laying around. Do you think only Marmaduke, do you think if somebody else were to find these rabbits, they wouldn't hear anything? I don't know, but see, in other ones, it showed Marmaduke talking to animals, but you don't hear, like, there's no word bubbles. 
Also, it's the Easter Bunny. It's the Easter Bunny. So he's in this, like, fantasy fiction world now. Because he can travel between worlds. He can travel, yeah, he's a spirit, so he's just discovered, he's just dug down into the Easter Bunny's <laughs> realm. It's really weird seeing Marmaduke look in this hole. Yeah, and it's, like, creepy, and it's, like, these weird, like, anthropomorphic rabbits in clothes with furniture. That's just, it's, it's so bizarre. This is probably me. the Easter strip. Yeah, but, like... It's still really weird. That's a really weird Easter strip. And also Marmaduke made a sign. And Marmaduke made a sign. He can construct signs. And also, I'm sure if you if you were walking along and you saw a hole with a sign on it that do not disturb, what's the first thing yeah, you're going to do? What's going on here? What's going on down there? Yeah, if you a- lifted up a do not disturb sign, you found a bunch of talking rabbits. Yeah. Well, plus they never <laughs> seem to notice that he's like staring at them from this hole he just dug into their ceiling. Yeah. I mean, I don't so, understand. Does that mean the Easter Bunny lives in their backyard, or yeah. is he again in some parallel well, dimension? Yeah, he could just be because it doesn't. Is this like a Nightmare for Christmas, where wherever Marmaduke can he go, just dug into a different, and he like land? just sees all the different. Well, because if you look, look at all the scenery where he's not in the hole. There's no background. It's just Marmaduke against the white plane. It is. So he's in every single he's one like of these. He's in the Matrix. He's, he's just in like some sketchboard somewhere. That's that's his real home. He's not. A, he doesn't exist on our that's world. That's his true home. So that, yeah, that's like the spirit realm or something. Dude. I mean, that's it, weird. Because it would make sense because when he, that's probably when he's watching TV too, because that's his spirit TV. Right, where he can control the TV. And now he can talk, he can understand, and they speak English, these anthropomorphic <laughs> creatures. I mean, that's, that's when I peaked that last week. That's what I saw. I saw rabbits talking with word bubbles. <laughs> and I'm like, What's happening right now? Because we have never heard... Because we, we we have come to understand that Marmaduke can talk to animals. Right. But we've never heard the other animals right. talk. Right. It's just sort of a... Like, you know, the turkey says yeah. gobble gobble and they just understand each other. Like, yeah. But now they're speaking English to each this other. This is not... This cannot be Earth. No. Because, again, I think that it's important that there are no backgrounds. It's all just on a white plane. So this is proof that Marmaduke lives in a spirit he, realm. Yeah. So this is while he's... And he's also not 20 feet tall like he was last episode. Right. I mean, like here, he's back to pretty the rabbit, normal size. Yeah, that's like he's about the, the same size with he's the dog. He's pretty there. normal size, whereas yeah. the previous week's yeah, episode, here, he's as big as the house. Yeah, he's like he can't fit in the door. I've seen smaller horses than this. Look so at this is in. So he's. So as we've established, he can control his size right. in the Earth realm. And if you look here, he's got backgrounds here. Yeah. in these planes, whereas here. It's there's no background. It's just he's in a. This blank. is a subtle hint. Yeah, from Brad Anderson. This is like if you know what's going on. This epi- this this strip is gonna blow your mind. Otherwise, you're gonna think it's some little cute yeah, Easter oh, thing. Easter bunny, but we know. But if you already know, if you know what we know, point, yeah. If you've been paying attention, people, very crazy. And 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 rabbits can talk in this world. Because up until this point, I mean, aside from Marmaduke having spiritual things, he lives in somewhat of a realistic world. Except he's not real. He's not, but he's the only. But the exception. world itself has rules. The world rules. around him has rules. Whereas and now, this, he's I mean, in this blank plane where the Easter can, Bunny lives. Yeah, in the ground with furniture. Which means that in Marmaduke Land, Easter Bunny is real. Yeah. And Marmaduke also is people because he clearly understands the English they're speaking. Oh yeah. Like I mean, that's established, and he made a sign, so we got that too. Whoa, dude. <laughs> so nuts. I mean, he's in another dimension at this point. There's no other explanation for this. All right. Oh, Marmaduke, Marmaduke. 
Well, all right. going to do it. That's it. This is your very last chance if you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday. Um, come on down to Comic-Con Palm Springs. Yeah, join us. We're there. We're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. All kinds of it's stuff. It's going to be off the chain. Like, who knows what's going to happen this weekend. Go to ComicConPalmSprings.com or better yet, go to Groupon.com. Type in ComicConPalmSprings. Get those tickets, $39 for the whole weekend. Um, you can, if you go to the Benvy Network page, that's got the full schedule from our events. Because as of right now, the schedule on the website yeah. is not correct. And who knows if they will be able to fix it. Before, but you can go to BenvyNetwork.com. For the full schedule. And we'll post it in Radio we'll Brenner Man, Radio Radio Brenner Man well. Group. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, check it out. Be there. If you're, if you're gonna be there, come. We'll have stuff and yeah. things and, uh. Fun. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be an entire weekend of just us and our friends doing stuff. Lots of, if you're into all that stuff. And thousands of other people hanging around. And Lou Ferrigno. That's right. And Flash Gordon. And Stan Lee. Flash, oh, savior of the universe. <coughs> I was talking with Lindy about like at any. There had to have been a point, and when they're making that movie, where they realize, oh, this is this this is because like nothing about it looks like yeah. Because it's like, I mean, like I think they made it that way on purpose. Yeah, you kind of get that feel that maybe there's a little wink there, but like there had to have been. But then. They had to have spent a lot of money on... They got freaking Queen, not just to record that song about specifically... But they made a music video. Yeah. And like... A movie tie-in one. Yeah, and it's not just like... Because it's like a full-on movie tie-in video with Queen in it. And I'm just like, that must have been a lot of money. That just seems weird for like an obvious B movie. Yeah. And like... But it's still awesome. I think maybe they were counting on some. They were hoping because, like, you know, I mean, but, you, like, I don't know, but like the whole thing is a freaking mess. But it's fun though. The movie's great. Be movie. It's a goofy, goofy. And just watching the clips in the Queen music video, I'm like, I want to watch this again. So I started <laughs> watching it again, and then I, I, I got sidetracked. I had it but, in a VHS. Shocker. Yeah. So I remember watching it with you at least, I, at least a couple times. Yeah. Um, I mean. I feel like all we did in college was watch movies. I had a lot of movies. We had to watch them and a lot. play Goldeneye. Yeah. That's all I remember about college. Yeah, At least we, my Biola period. What did we study again? Like, I don't remember going... I don't... I The only... I don't remember very many going to classes at Biola, to be honest. But I remember watching movies in your room. I remember playing so much Goldeneye. <laughs> I remember... I remember... I remember the day we put... I remember when we instituted the no odd job rule, <laughs> um, because that was one of Jonathan's go tos. I think it was either Jonathan or Dave was a go to odd job. And then if you like, because oh man, Goldeneye, they came out with this new version of Goldeneye for they did it in the Source Engine, and I almost downloaded it because they're like you can play it online for free. Huh. And then I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> That almost like ruined because like yeah. I I mean I always joke around like my freshman year of college I majored in Goldeneye <laughs> like I yeah. and I and it almost cost me I almost you can't do that again no <laughs> that was like all I did like I like and with online playing? I just remember at some point I remember being in there like Jonathan David I remember when John, Jonathan David would either be asleep or not there and I mean, there would still be people there were all hours yeah. all, there was always somebody that would play there was always an opponent. Or multiple opponents, 
And like I remember sometimes we'd have like eight people in there trading off tournament style and like We also played a lot of Mario Kart in there. Yeah. Yeah. Josh just got in here. Just in time for us to see. We are still going. We're we're wrapping up right now. Yeah. We were I mean now we got sidetracked again. We're talking about Goldeneye. But we were about to say thank you everyone. Josh, did you play that Goldeneye Source game? Because we were just talking about how I probably shouldn't because I would get totally sucked in. Yeah. Although, what if I would play it and then I realized, like, this isn't good anymore? <laughs> Which some people... Maybe, see, Josh, Josh is one of those people. Yeah. Were you way into it? And now, like, because I feel like... Were you, you were, were you way into it? It was only good because you never played Quake. There you go. You're <laughs> well, one of those true. guys. For I don't me, know. I could never get into I, it. No, but what I'm saying is I think that the, the your generation... How old you are determines yeah. what is your, you know, your frame of reference. Although I guess there was a period shooter. where I got into Quake 2 a whole lot because I got the Quake 2 pack and then, like, that got... Because that was where they really got the multiplayer, like, really, like... And um, I was way into that. Because, like, Quake 2, like, invented rocket jumping, I feel like. That was, like, where it got really big and, like, all that stuff. And, yeah. He also said he played Duke a lot Nukem. of Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was the first thing I ever actually figured out how to get to play online. And that didn't, because they had a, there was a, because with Doom, if you wanted to play online and you didn't know somebody, and to play online with randos, you had to pay. Uh Like those, it was like before there was like, so there was these networks, but you had to pay and they were expensive. My mom would not let me do any of that. (laughs) And so, um, so then I figured out how to play Duke Nukem online and then I met some friends and, um, the, see, the thing that we played on land in my high school, because we had all apples, um, we actually played Marathon, which is the precursor to Halo for all you. You guys had internet at your high school. Well, it wasn't internet. It was like a LAN network. Oh, but did you have internet at your high school? No. Well, in my high school, actually, yes. I think my senior year they got internet at my high school. I went to a That's very... That's how old I am. I went to a, my my first school that I went to... Um, the private school in high school I went to, one of the actual founders of Apple, the, he's one of the un, he's a guy that doesn't get mentioned much, but he was a pretty key player. His son, and he donated a ton, and he paid for a fiber optic connection. Wow. In fact, I can't imagine how much that cost in 1994. Jim Delicious, right? Yeah. One of the, those Apple guys. Oh my gosh, you're such a dork. Oh, that is the stupidest thing you've ever said. That's pretty up there. Josh is here. I had to say something to irritate him. He's, I'm not even, there's nothing coming He can't even me. type right now. He's so angry. No, it was Gordon Crispy. Um, so, anyway. Oh, man. His name's John, if you want to look him up, I think it was Tim Couch, something Couch. But he was like one of the business guys behind like. Some hack, yeah, but anyways, um, he, uh, but yeah, so we had a fiber optic line in like 1994, so it was like crazy, and like, but like, that was back when we were like, I don't even know what to do with this, and right. like, cause that was when the World Wide Web was like mostly text, and I remember getting in an argument with somebody, cause I'm like, no, this is gonna be huge, and he's like, no, like, what do you even do with this? Like, oh, what, there's a page of something? Like, big deal. I'm like, no, this is going to change our lives. Because I, I was like... Have they not seen War Games? 
I, I mean, come well, on. he didn't understand. He's like, how can you do that through a web browser? He didn't because again, it was so primitive. Like we, this is like Netscape Navigator 1.0, and I was like, try, but I, I don't know. I've always been able to see the big picture with technology. And so I'm like, no, this is we're going to be doing everything through this. You invented that song. Oh, I love technology. <laughs> no, um, but I remember getting in a like a really big argument. Huh. He's like, no, this is never going to go anywhere. It's going to be a novelty. And I'm like, no, like this is it. And um, but anyways, uh, we yeah, so we had that, and then and but then like at Tory Pines, like we had internet, but it was like real crappy. And we had, like, old, old, like, I remember the computers were, like, ancient dinosaurs. Yeah. And... It wasn't as big of a thing. Now, Audrey is in second grade and she has her own laptop. Oh, yeah, it's freaking nice. Like, all the kids do. Yeah. So, yeah. it's pretty the cool. kids at our school all have Chromebooks and yeah. stuff. And, and but yeah, but anyway, so on that Apple, so because we had that fiber optic network, and we figured, it's like, we figured out, like, oh, you can use Apple Talk, which was like their, their land thing. Right. And when we figured out that all the computers were talking to each other, cause I, I don't, again, this was all so new, and nobody at the school, like, was really aware of, like, and I'm, I'm like, wait, and like the, our, like the super tech nerds, we figured this out, and then we're like, oh, there's this game, and we figured out how to put it on all the computers, and it was Marathon, it was Bungie's first game, and, um, maybe not their first game, but it was their shooters, again, like, this is where Halo came from, okay. and then we're like, we can play this, <laughs> like, on weekend, so we would do, we would play, and we did it, like, during class, like, all the time, it was great. My, our, the only video games we got to play in class was the stuff we programmed on our, our, uh, Drug wars, Dope Wars. Well, no, we would just make up, like... Oh, yeah. Because ours were, like... Like, text yeah, RPGs? So, no, even more simple. Like, we had, like, blackjack and pick a number oh, and hey, that kind of thing. We did those. But let me tell you, when you're bored in class, you can play a lot of blackjack. It's pretty great. Well, it's been pretty great talking to you today. Yes, it has. We can't finish the second episode in a decent time. I know. Time. Well, we, we should finish it now, because we're doing it. Well, go to RadioBrendo.com, rate and review, subscribe. Don't forget all that stuff. Come see us at Comic-Con Palm Springs this weekend. Yeah. And um, see Josh yell at Phil. That's right. That's going to happen. It's inevitable at some point. And I think we're going to have a very successful megacast since everybody's going to be there. We're all going to be there. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to a lot of things. And I'm looking forward to talking to you guys next week. Well, next episode, you'll hear, after this, will be our live episode. Yeah. So that's cool. And then the Thursday episode will be us talking about probably a recap. And another Marmaduke. We'll still do Marmaduke. Well, we're going to do a Marmaduke live. We got to. Yeah? We have to. Okay. Come on. I'll make sure to remember. Don't forget Marmaduke. Don't forget Marmaduke. DFM. DFM. That's probably something bad. Probably. Don't Google that. Just like you didn't know what a shocker was. I did not. And I don't want to know. I'm gonna. I gotta post the picture of me doing that doing all over the place. This. I didn't realize that's what it was. I didn't realize that's what he was doing. So that's what you were doing. And when I made that realization, it was amazing. And I'm gonna find a picture of you doing a shocker. And probably, now, to be fair, he did. <laughs> Phil didn't know. I just. So okay. So here's the whole story. This we'll do this real quick. So so at, in the ride video. At Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster, which opened in like the mid '90s, so it's been open since like the I feel like mid '90s. I don't know. It's like been that. open forever, and 
Josh says. Yeah. So, um, I guess the way he did it, I've never seen somebody do it that way before. Well, according to that thing you posted, he wasn't exactly doing it. It was similar, but not exactly. Well, he said that's what he's doing. But I'm saying he did it different it, than the post said. Yeah. So that's so, why. He so got there's away this with part it. where Steven Tyler, like you see the band and they're with their manager, and Steven Tyler does the shocker, except he's holding it against his head. It's he an inappropriate and it, gesture. And it's weird. And it's, it's like, it's cryptic. But it's like holding it against his head is weird. So Phil, I guess the first time he started, like, well, that's pretty. Look at what Steven Tyler. I thought it was a dumb, dumb thing. thing that he's doing. So Phil would do it all the time. He's like, look, I'm with Steven Tyler. And so there's lots of pictures of Phil doing it. And then just like a month ago, they 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 digitally removed it from the video. So I'm like, did it take that long for them to figure out that that's what he was doing? Or did it take them that long to figure out how to remove it? Or <laughs> did they just now somebody complained? Probably. Like, I think the latter. I think they didn't want to bother if no one... Does Phil know what it means when you put a V-shape with your hand under your mouth and stick your tongue out? Yeah, I'm not like... You don't have to like know anything <laughs> to know that. This one is like... It's totally random. You didn't know. You didn't say anything no, at the time. I, well, because I didn't know that... But I know what the shocker is. I just didn't know that that's what he was doing. Okay. Well, I'm just saying... Didn't say anything. Because, again, he did it weird, and I didn't know. Because I thought that, I don't know, I thought that was some weird Steven Tyler thing. So as soon as I saw the article, and then I'm like, oh. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, Phil was doing this the whole time. Phil was doing the shocker. Yes, but I, there's a picture. Most people don't know what that is. A lot of people know. Most people don't know. it. I have no idea. The way I found out about it was because there was a big, I even linked to the article when people thought George Bush was doing it. But then it turned out, apparently... ASU's hand signal and the shocker are very similar. It's just a silly thing. It's like a it's, it's like a junior high. Well, then I, and then I found and then I found that and then I'm like, I guess Phil needs one of these goofy. Um, Phil needs one of these goofy because then I found one of those articles like what are these hand signs that my kids are doing mean and so, so I posted it, was it so dumb but it was funny it was so stupid and then like I guess Phil does because I'm always like who who reads it I'm like I guess Phil needs one of these Get I wouldn't hip. actually read it though but read the lingo anyway. Well, that's like, I remember there was all these like parent guides to slang. Oh, and they were always parents. really stupid and outdated. Yeah. They'd be you like, can't keep up with they'd that. be like, they're like, this means drugs. <laughs> and like, this means sex. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, if you're reading an article on the internet or in a book or a newspaper about it, then you don't have any idea. You have like, no idea. And you, you need at to all. stop. And you probably just need to talk to your kid. Yeah. Like, have a conversation. It's not that hard. Um, it's really not. I don't know. What are you going to do when your kids are doing weird hand gestures? The kids are not idiots. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> but I just thought that was funny. Uh, and you can read all about that in the Radio Brother yeah, Man yeah, Facebook group. And uh, I'm going to find that picture. Um, that's going to be our new cover photo. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I'm just really, I think that's funny. All right, so that's going to do it this for this week. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello, Benview fans. If you're listening to the show that has the sad, you like the network. So I'm here to say, maybe consider checking out Popsicles, a show where a guy mainly doesn't say anything for a while, and then get people get mad at him because he hasn't seen the same things they've seen. Benson's just being being hard that's, on that's, himself. <laughs> that's what the show seems like to me. All right, well, you can listen to Popsicles. <laughs> Scott Derrick and me, Brendan Creasy, and Benson. He's a big part of the show. Don't let him undersell it. <laughs> You can listen to it on the Benview Network website, BenviewNetwork.com, or go to PopsiclesPodcast.com, or wherever you find podcasts. If you like Radio Brendo Man, or the late but great Picture Start, or Benson's Blue Box, this show's got all three of those on. Listen to me get browbeaten by, by these two <laughs> for 90 minutes every every few months. <laughs>